when and where was I born? Mm -hmm. I was born eight miles south of Marsh Ring, three miles, or two miles east. When? Like what day? Great. October 23rd, 1927. Okay. Um, how long have you lived in Marsh Green and around Marsh Lane? 73 years. Um, what was the town of Marceline like when you were a boy? There was more stores than there are today. The streets were wet, most of them. Has, like, has it changed any? It's changed a lot. A lot of grocery stores is going. The Diamond 10 Cent store is going now. Ben Franklin Five and Ten Cent stores going now. Uh, there been there was two clothing stores that were heavily populated at that particular time. And they're not there anymore. Uh, there was a fine store. Uh, run by Harry Carter with Maytag, and it wasn't there. But they all got a Maytag near now. That it's relatively new. Mm -hmm. um, what did you do for fun? When I was a boy growing up, I hunted and fished, <laughs> and I still do it, but uh, I, I lived in the country and we didn't have uh, sports and things to get to real easy, because when I was a boy, we were in an automobile, that was only just go down and get groceries and take trades and things and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, how has the cost of things changed? Try to remember. Uh, I can remember in 1932, things were pretty rough. My dad never had no money. And we couldn't have no Christmas in 1932. And, and on Sunday afternoon, he was cutting wood and he got into a bunch of skunks took them to Buckland and sold them to John Hogan. On a Monday morning, he got $77. There's 11 skunks and $7 a piece. And we stopped at Marsane and went into Murray's store, which is still Murray's store today. He bought me a new pair of or a new shirt and a pair of shoes and his himself. He bought my mother new shoes, new socks. At that time, they had their own shopping socks. They went there to the hip. They went across to the matinee store, or 10 cent store, and bought 20 pounds of candy for 10 cents a pound. They went to the A&P store and bought groceries and clothes and bought groceries. And we came home. Tuesday morning he got up and drove a horse five miles to pay the real estate taxes on 140 acres of land and when he came home he had $2.15 left out of all that. Mm -hmm. He had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Yeah, that's how, like, I mean, nowadays that would be gone in no time. Oh yeah, today the same shoes would probably cost $80. Uh, I just priced some old ones, just bought some last week and uh, Price them today at twenty-seven dollars now, and uh, it's it outrageous. <laughs> and what about gas? Gasoline? Yeah, because today it's it's getting really high. 
When I was a boy growing up, got my first car. Of course, back then you really didn't have to have a driver's license because the law never knew you when you was in an automobile. And uh, so then uh, it was 10 cents a gallon. In 1952, I bought the station town of Mike out, which was, consisted of a house and a filling station in the garage. And I sold gas in 1951, uh, 1952. I put a workstation to start with for 35 cents a gallon. I just filled up in Salisbury the day before yesterday, and it was about a 59. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have any fond memories as a boy growing up in Marquette? I was considered when I was growing up pretty much of an owner. Uh, as I said, I did a lot of hunting, a lot of fishing. I was only, and I consider having uh, the most fun was what we call noodling, which is hand fishing, getting it all nowadays. But I considered myself pretty good because I caught some right nice size fish and everybody found the big and they come after me to. And that was my fond memory was hand fishing. Mm -hmm. um, were you in any school activities? Uh, I wanted to be. I, uh, at that particular time, you had to find your own way home as country kids. Very few country kids played football. I went out for one week, and I walked home five nights, and I that's nine miles. And then the whole cut through the country, and I went around road of ten. So uh, that done me up for football. <laughs> uh, I did participate in some boxing. Uh, they had some boxing coming from England too. But uh, I wanted to get home to the playing football after it was. Uh, well, my senior year, that's when the parents and uh, some of the school officials would bring the kid country kids home. But I would say the main part of the country kid that played football was started in 1943. Now, there's a few that lived close to town that had parents come and get them. started way before that, just coming and talking about the majority of it. Um, you know the bell game? and how it's a big rival between Brookfield and Marceline? Yes. Was it still like that back then? I'd say it's bigger <laughs> back then. It was bigger? Because i tell you why, there was more kids. And uh, Marceline is known as a football town, and Brookfield at one time was never no real big football town, and there they had the bell game. And there wasn't standing room. You had to, if you didn't go over, you had to walk way up on the hill or down side street somewhere and walk in. But there was more children. More children, I think, in high school at that particular time we were today. Um, how many people were in your class? Sixty-seven. Okay. And uh, any still live around here that you still know of? The children? Uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, there's eight or ten lives uh, within this vicinity that I graduated with. Do you still keep in touch with them? We keep in touch real, real close. In fact, uh, one of them, two of them lives here on the right ground, and we see one of them every day. Mm -hmm. 
you know, we better seldom get together if we don't talk about things that happen to kids and when you get old yeah. you do that. <laughs> um, were there any famous incidents that happened? Uh, the only one I can think of that had anything to do with the famous, uh, it was in, uh, it was real late, uh, I think it was probably, it was 39, 40, I forget. Uh, I was, had a car and I had license at that particular time, and I was driving from Mobley to, uh, Macon. And I seen a car sitting inside the road that looked like I had a red car, and I stopped and they didn't have no jack. We jacked it up, but it so happened to be that the man in the back seat was no was Tex Ritter, which was a movie star and a uh, Nashville singer. And they was going to pray at the county fair that they make it. And being a good Samaritan like I was, and Tex Ritter was one of my favorite cowboys, uh, I took them to Macon so they could get there, and uh, they got a record in and sent back to get the automobile and everything. And, uh, of course, I got the free ticket to, to see the show. And a few years later, several years later, when Buck Cody was, had his show in Marceline, uh, me and my wife went to it, and text here recognized me. Um. You told me before that your father would take sometimes take Walt Disney to school. Uh, my dad lived uh, north of Walt Disney, the home a couple of miles. He was born and raised there, and uh, his uncles was uh, pretty much famous for driving horses. And uh, dad always had a nice team when he took the buggy and go to town and bring them to and he stop a lot of times and pick up Walt. He would take him to school, maybe a Saturday afternoon, uh, just take him to town. Uh, and also, uh, Frank Van Tager was a bachelor, married to Marshall, and him and Walt become real close friends. And Walt would go out there and, and go down there, because my dad was older and he was older than Frank. But uh, there was one year, there one summer there, they was pretty close together several times during the summer. And Walt always, when he was riding in the buggy, had a piece of paper, a pasteboard or something that was sketching something. I put my dad tell that story a lot of times. And um, when Walt became famous, um, what things did you go to that involved him coming home to Marceline? Everything. There was a dedicated swimming pool and uh, all that. And they had this diamond jewelry and then uh, walked here. And my wife and myself and my children were dressed up. And I, I drove the bills for once. Couldn't stand the mustache. I had to shave it off, but uh, I, got, I kept the beard and uh, wiped my clothes for the girls. And my, through boys and we wore black hats and, but we was in everything that uh, Walt participated in and uh, we was at the swimming pool at this one table uh, picnic table was all standing around it and uh, my youngest daughter Sadina waved at Walt when he come down walked down and when he 
and they had to cut a road out to get to the coal mine. At that particular time, there you know, too many buildings there, the streets were still and all that. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a good town, it's had its ups and downs, and it's uh, just like all other country towns. It's, uh, people going for big cities. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. Walmart's just run the country. <laughs> yeah, is that it? That's all I've got now that you've got something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're